Welcome, everybody, to our Sermon Recap uh, podcast. Great to have everybody. Matt and Greg are with us today. Had a good weekend. Had fun this weekend. So we're going to dive in. We talked about parenting, about the tensions involved in parenting, and it felt like a pretty good day. I got some good feedback, and uh, we just want to dig a little deeper, maybe answer some questions, and uh, dive into this topic. Thanks, guys. Good to have you here, as always. Well, as sometimes. <laughs> well, most of the time. Sometimes. Most of the time. I like the honesty. Most days. <laughs> nope. Good to be here. Good weekend. Uh, week two of our series, Arrows. Been walking through that. So, uh, once again, another great weekend. I mean, I have, I've had so many people come up to me just talking about how this right here, this message is speaking to them. Uh, several of them were kind of like, hey, how does, how does he know exactly what I'm going through uh, right now? And how is this slapping me in the face? Has he been in my house? Has he been reading my mail uh, kind of deal? So uh, a series like this is really speaking to where people are. And, and, and we've had conversations about this before, but before the series about the, you know parenting in the world that we live in now is, a, is, is certainly a topic worth discussing. It's interesting. I had lunch with a couple last week. Uh, um, I'd never sat down to a meal with them. They've been an upper to a bit. And they said, uh, they said, so many times you're preaching, it's like you are eavesdropping on our house. Mm-hmm. And I told them, I said, well, this is just all of us hearing from the Holy Spirit. That's what it is. Uh, the Lord is directing our thoughts around certain questions and surrounding certain topics, and He's teaching us all as a body the same things. And I said, that's just a God thing. It's not that I'm uh, any... I'm not eavesdropping, of course, but it's not that I have these incredible words of that they're thinking this, but we hear that all the time, all the time. And it's good. And it's good that it's also the power of God's word. It's so applicable to where we live. Right. If you think about this, this is a book that's thousands of years old, you know, two to what, two to 4,000 years, something like that. This book is written and uh, it's still so applicable to life in 2023. It really is. You dive into it. When I dive in and I study God's Word, I just it, it's so much more miraculous than you even see on the surface. It's so powerful. Yeah. You just pull something out of it, and it's that's exactly what I needed to hear yeah. today by people who lived centuries ago in a completely different culture. Yeah, which is crazy. It's the Holy Spirit. And just for me personally, I mean, I've got a, I've got a ten-year-old girl and an eight-year-old girl, so I'm. Uh, I, we hurts me to hear that. Are they that old now? They are gracious, old. a lot. And so, I mean, we, I had a feed pop up today on my Facebook of, uh, I guess it was eight years ago, and we were all at Hot Dog World, and little bitty Hope is standing there, yep. and now she's ten. Yep, she oh was two. Goodness. She was two when we got here, and so yeah, uh, so here we are. But uh, but you know, we feel you know, Daniela, I mean, we we're right here in the thick of of trying to manage those tensions that you were that you were speaking about yesterday um you started off by throwing out there the the imagery and the the way that the psalmist had written this uh uh the way that that solomon had kind of thrown this out there is that you know oftentimes we think about parenting we think about nurturing and guiding and stuff like that but he throws in there the the idea that we're warriors that we are uh that we are that we are in battle um, Mm -hmm. not with our kids but for our kids and for their future Mm -hmm. uh, and for their present as well I think that's such a powerful thing for us to grasp as parents right now is that, yes, there's nurturing mode, and yes, there's caring mode and loving mode, There's all, but there's also the warrior side. There's also the battle side that needs to take place. Absolutely. Parenting feels like a battle a whole lot. Sometimes yeah. it does feel like a battle with them. 
It is yeah. a battle in the science. It really is. There are days that your kids get on your last nerve and they just wear you out. Yep. No matter how old you are, you're still a human being and they can get on your nerves and you can really get mad at your kids. That's yeah. that's not wrong. It's just human, you know, and you can uh, you can feel like you've been in warfare after a long day of dealing with them because they can be in a mood and you can be in a mood and uh, yeah, it is a battle at times. Then there's the whole battle in our world, you know, good versus evil, which has raged on forever. It's a battle that's already won, obviously. Yes. Jesus defeated it at the cross and his resurrection. But um, there's a real battle out there. And as Christians, we're called to stand in the victory. And one of the ways we do that is to raise great kids who love Jesus. And that is a battlefield. We've been especially in a warfare. I was thinking about this this morning as we talked to parents the last three years, you know, as we've gone through these unprecedented things that we have in the world. Parents are, man, they're dealing with that, you know, for a, for what, a year or more there, the kids are all at home. Yep. That was a big deal for a lot of people. Okay. It just shifted some things and uh, parents are dealing with some new challenges today. And for a lot of it's now just kind of beginning to, that's beginning to reveal itself, you know, what, what all the effects that the last three years had mm-hmm. on, on kids, on families, and, uh, and trying to see, you know, okay, well, how do we respond now, now that we know what we know, and being able to help them navigate the waters that they're in. So there, there yeah. are some unprecedented challenges, it feels like, that are rising up at this point in time. Yeah. So I wanted yesterday just to say, hey, guys, parenting is tough. Yep. If you're feeling like this is a battle, it's not because you're a failure as a parent. It's because you're a parent. And it's <laughs> tough. It yeah. really is. You're you're in the battle. And I really hope yesterday people got a sense of uh, we're all in this together and we all feel this way at times. Yeah, I'd say that was, for me, that was probably the biggest takeaway was it was just, I'm not alone in this. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. these are my kids and I'm trying to raise them as my kids, but I've got a lot of people around me right now that are in this and we're all going through the trenches of this together trying to figure it out. Yeah. And I think a lot of it is even just the, I don't know, the relief it was to go, yeah, no, I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) To see the other people's hands go up like, no, we don't really know what we're doing, but we know why we're doing it, hopefully. Yeah. Even just, I mean, you diving into the tension and like saying that's a good thing. That was like good because I felt it. One of the things we need so much in our lives now is just this authenticity mm-hmm. of who we really are because we live in a world that has a lot of fake in it. There's a lot of image there that's that's really not true. You know, mm-hmm. social media, all these things we see, and I, I mentioned it in one of the services yesterday, you see the perfect family, quote, perfect family with everybody just perfectly all put together and they have this great life it's so easy to create that on social media Mm -hmm. when we do things like that when we're inauthentic on social media we're building a world that's hard to live in for other people because they see it and they think why can't i be that way why aren't my kids always perfectly dressed and uh perfectly behaved and why can't i go on vacation like that or eat this food or whatever it is I think in ministry specifically, pastors really struggle with this idea of having to have the perfect family. Mm. And we don't. We just don't. We're not perfect people. We don't have perfect spouses or perfect kids. We struggle like everybody else. And I think the authenticity of just being able to say that is really helpful to people. And that may be just a great step for, for all of us to be able to take is to just kind of come to that realization that, hey, you don't have to have it all together. Nobody expects you to have it all together. And that's, 
And that involves parenting in your family as well, regardless of where you're at on your spiritual journey. We're all still trying to figure this thing out. None of us have got it all together. None of us have all the answers. That's why we turn to Scripture. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe we should just challenge everybody at Upward to post the worst meal they had in the week. <laughs> post all of your uh, deleted the deleted photos when you're trying to get that perfect family photo. Exactly. Post the outtakes. Yes, exactly. Post a picture of your kids when they're screaming, at, screaming each at each other. Yes. Yeah, perfect. When you have a piece of bologna on a paper plate Beat with some mustard on top, and that's your meal. Maybe we should try that. Do the horrible meal picture challenge. It's not a bad idea. This is not a, the official launch for this. We'll have to think <laughs> about it. But, uh, yeah, uh, this authenticity is so important. And parents, they need to see that. Parents need to come together and kind of bear one another's burdens, you know. Yeah. Uh, we have several great parenting groups at Upward. I'm going to be working that into the message as we end next week because yep. we really want to have a sense of what next yep we don't want to just do a good sermon series and everybody say that was great and then not know what to do you know we have parenting groups one of them meets on thursdays during our thursday worship service mm -hmm. so child care is there yep. taken care of others of them meet in homes with kids yep. we got some groups that are very kid friendly you know and oh, it's absolutely. expected to be small kids i think parents just need to say uh you know moms need to talk to each other and say i've had a terrible day with these kids do you ever have days like this and when they hear yes mm -hmm. They feel a whole lot better. Dads as well. Dads have a harder time, I think, communicating these types of things. But dads sometimes need to just be able to say, man, not sure I'm doing the job I ought to be doing. Uh, you know, help me. Right. I think guys in general are not good at that. But uh, what? moms and dads need to, to be able to be around other folks that are the parents. Well, it gives them an opportunity to to experience and to and to live out those authentic relationships and yep. to, you know and just be in community with people. That yep. uh, I think one of the things that we have realized is that man, we all need that on some level in some way, shape, or form. And a great place to find that is in our uh, connect group. So if you're looking for one of those, make sure you pay attention to this upcoming weekend mm -hmm. as we'll be talking about yes. those as well. Yeah, you you really uh, spent um, some energy focusing on when it comes to pulling back the bow and that mm -hmm. tension that you feel mm -hmm. that there is tension as it comes to the relationship uh, that we need to manage when it comes to the parents and how we are managing the tension in certain two specific ways. I think it was two specific tensions that you wanted us to, to really look at. One of them talked about uh, setting limits, right? And then having freedom. So the word balance kept coming back around into my head and I'll just be honest with you, I'm terrible at setting bal at, at having balance in there. I do land on one extreme or the other, man. I, I will heavily lean towards limits, but then when I feel like I've gone too far on limits, I will swing that pendulum really, really far uh, back to the freedom side. Um, what, it, what, it, what advice, what thoughts would you have to throw back towards uh, towards me, I guess, specifically? Well, the pendulum. Trying to create balance. Yes. The pendulum is going to swing. Yep. As long as it's swinging. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> as long as you recognize, yeah, sometimes I set a few too many limits and then... Maybe I err a little far on the freedom side at times. Yep. If that pendulum's swinging regularly, though, you're staying somewhere in the tension. I, I think we're always going to feel that tension. Mm. I think you, you may be like me in a lot of ways. I hate tension. I don't right. like it, even healthy tension. Yeah. I just want things to be resolved. You know, I'm I'm just all or nothing. Let's just set limits and rules and. You know, nine to ten, you do this, you don't do that, and here are the rules of the house, and everybody keep it, and we'll be happy. Yeah. I'd rather just stay on that, you know. Or it almost seems easier to me just stay, all right, do what you want to do. Yeah. 
You ever feel like that with your kids? Okay, Absolutely. you're doing this, you're doing this, you're doing that. And sometimes you just want to throw up your hand and say, all right, just live like live like pigs if you want to. You know what I mean? I remember my mom a couple times, I love her, a mom a couple times would have these uh, moments when she was like, you know, if y'all want to live like this, just live like this. You know, she would tell us that kind of thing. And so she was very uh, orderly, uh, clean, compulsive yeah. kind of person in that way, in a good way. And uh, she would reach a point like that. I remember growing up when she was just kind of done, you know. And uh, and I get that way too. Sure. So it's like, but as long as that pendulum is swinging, the, the tension's working, I think. But you recognize it, you know. You're not all one side or the other. That's the important thing, not to get stuck in the extremes. Yeah. You know, the idea of recognizing and saying tension's going to be there. Yeah. Maybe that right there might be the most... I think so. Radical thought that there is yeah. is that when feeling the tension is a good thing. <laughs> when you're pulling the when you're pulling the bow back, when you got the arrow in there, you pull that the tension there. That's a good thing. You're getting ready to launch that arrow. So for us, mm-hmm. feeling the tension as we are raising these kids, that's a good thing. That's not a bad thing. That's not an indicator that something is wrong. That's not an indicator that something is bad. Feeling that tension is quite possibly a good thing for us. If you're a person that's inclined to question yourself, parenting will give you multiple opportunities <laughs> yes yes it will. if you're in have any self-doubts or insecurities parenting will bring those to the surface every day yeah mm-hmm. you know it really will but yeah attention's there mm-hmm. and it's going to be there you're going to be questioning yourself till they're gone and long past then yeah i mean you don't stop parenting when they leave you know so it's uh what the, that that it doesn't end when they're eighteen and they graduate and they're gone that the parenting road doesn't end there. We will see you on that this week. <laughs> yeah, I loved how you talked about just the for those of us who have spouses and we're working through this together and mm-hmm. like realizing it's okay to have one extreme and on either side of that and how you guys get to you get to keep that balance a little bit the tension there yeah can be really healthy. Alexa and I talked about it yesterday, and she said this, and I, I think she's right. With us, neither one of us was extreme in either area. We both could, you know, that pendulum could swing with us, and we both kind of in the moment would have to dial the other one in, yeah. you know, and say uh, it wasn't that. And I, this is probably true for a lot of people. I think there are homes where maybe dad is the rules guy and mom's the relationship guy or or vice versa. Sure. It have to be that. But uh but I think there are others to where it depends on the mood we're in that day and where <laughs> we are that uh, the spouse has to come in and, and help us. Mm-hmm. I think that's why God put moms and dads in a home. You know, each uh, each gender has their uh, specific gifting a lot of times as well. You know, their specific uh, contribution to make. You know, I find that mothers are tend to be more nurturing and uh you know more when my kids fell down they they never said dad they said because i'm like get up clean that off you're from some dirt on it <laughs> pour kerosene on that go on you know and she was always alex was always the one all oh, it's okay and all that kind of thing and i wasn't that yeah. through all that though it, you you each have strengths that you bring and they're sure. they're equally valid and equally powerful you know that you bring to it and i think that partnership has to happen and and just like a lot of other things in marriage we see the differences in our spouse and we let them become unhealthy tension 
it's it's good to realize some of that is very healthy. Sure. Yeah. I think you almost see it in the other two. Like, even if you notice they're the more nurturing one or whatever that might be, sometimes they're not in that mood, they're not in that day, <laughs> and you go, okay, I think I'm supposed to step be over to that. Here. <laughs> Maybe I'll jump in there. So it's like, you, you, yeah, you fill in the gap a little bit of, so. Hey, kids, today is not the day to mess with mom. <laughs> hey, let's clean the house, everybody. <laughs> let's go do it today. Hey, mom certainly does that for dad as well. Yes, you know, exactly. it's, uh, it's those days we have to dial each other in. Yeah. You were talking about another tension as well that we have to manage, and it was the idea of discipline versus relationships. Yeah. And in the midst of that, you made a comment. I, I can't remember if you made it week one or not, but I, uh, obviously I know that you made it this past weekend as well, and it was talking about the goal of parenting. That the goal of parenting isn't compliance, but the goal of parenting was was character, right? I mean, kind of drive driving that whole. Ah, man, that I'll be honest with you, that slapped me in the face because I think so often, especially when I'm in the mindset of this is wrong, this is right, and we're going to we're going to now is a time for discipline. I can fall into that trap of no, you're going to obey, you know, you're you're going to get this right because it's the right thing to do, and I think sometimes I can lose sight of. It's not just compliance that we're after right now, man. I am, I, I'm after your character right now and helping to raise you up right, um, and to, and to be who God's called you to be, not who I want you to be, but who God's called you to be, um, man. And that, that that hit me hard yesterday. I got that. A uh, big part of that statement was from a friend. I took a couple guys out to lunch a mm-hmm. uh, month ago, maybe, and uh, picked their brains. One of them's just a great parent and a great guy. The other one was a uh, you know, an expert in the field, PhD, uh, you know, I think it's family therapy, and yep. does this for a living, you know, and just full of wisdom. And, and he told me that he, he said, the goal of parenting is not to raise a compliant child. And I wrote that down because mm-hmm. I, I almost thought it was, you know, I'm like, really, it's not <laughs> sure. When you start thinking about it though, yeah. yeah, it's not just for them to comply with all my wishes. Yeah. Certainly compliance is a part of this, but the goal is not to turn them into me, to make them exactly who I am. Mm -hmm. I think what he hit on more than anything though, it's so easy in parenting to just want them to stay out of your way and not cause you any emotional distress. Mm -hmm. You know, so much of parenting could turn into, hey, don't bug me, you know. That's not the goal. Yeah. It's for you to be comfortable. The goal as a parent is to develop character in your children. And that means wading into some uncomfortable things. That means dealing with them when they're just being who they are. Right. And they are on your nerves, but you teach them and train them. Uh, so it's a character-building thing. The other thing, too, that I... I seen you you reach a point i don't know if i said this in all services maybe that's part of the value of this podcast we come <laughs> back to some things but um you can get so ticked off at your kids that you just want to win yeah. and as a parent you have the power to do that yeah. you know you should never we should never ground our children spank our children punish our children in any way when it's just about winning the battle right to show them yeah. that i'm in charge and you're not you know Something to be said for establishing authority, of course. But when it comes about winning the argument or punishing them because I need that victory over them, uh, one of the things the guy asked me, and he said it again later, we were talking, um, that it's 
that you have to ask yourself in discipline, what is my goal here? Right. What am I trying to accomplish? And it's got to be about building character. Well, that's cool. That's hard to like. I agree with all of it. It's like, how do I make that? There's definitely a shift. I know, like, personally, I have to make a shift of a mindset shift of going, I know that, but how do I just, I know it's not just going to be a switch where I go, okay, every, not everything I've been doing is wrong, but maybe the motive behind a lot of things that I've been doing has not been, how am I making, you know, my son or my daughter the person they're created? How am I growing their character? It's, it has been shaped by how do I turn them into who I am? Not, not intentionally, that's not my thought, but that's just been kind of, okay, this is what my parents did, I'll do this, or this is what my parents did, I won't do that. You know, it's, so how do you make that shift? I mean, I would almost think it has, something gradual has to take place in, in the way that you parent. I think one of the things you have to do in discipline is when you're in the heat of a moment to take a deep breath and really calm down before you act. Yep. To just calm yourself and recognize you know, I'm emotionally worked up right, right now, so I'm going to step back from that. You almost have to detach from the situation and step back and see it for what it is without your emotions in it before yeah. you deal with it, yeah. you know. The other thing, you said something that I think is pretty powerful, that, that we tend to parent the way we were parented. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I've seen this over the years many, many times, that a person's home life when they grow up, that's normal to them. Yeah, right. No matter how good or bad it is, that's very normal. Mm -hmm. And the home life is a private thing too. So everybody's private home life is not on display. You know, you can't go see how they act at home. Uh, you, you can't see the parenting styles and the discipline and the, uh, God forbid, but abuse at times that happens and all kinds of things. Whatever that is, it's very normal to them. Mm -hmm. They will default really easily towards creating that same environment in their own home no matter how bad it was, mm -hmm. yeah. that's just what they're used to. That's why it's important for all of us to look back at our childhood and say, okay, um, am I doing this just because mom and dad did this? Right. Is this just what I know? Is this some default setting that's been programmed into me by my life? Or is this the right thing to do? The question I think for you is, is, is what I'm doing actually moving my son and my daughter towards who God's called them to be? Right. Is it actually developing that? That's good. Yeah, I was sitting here as you guys were talking, just kind of thinking through my own, uh, my own way in our home of how we, well, how we handle discipline. And I, and I was thinking about, you know, some of the same things you're talking about, Matt, that, all right, what do I, what steps do I need to take right. as, as the dad here to be able to make sure that as a displaying, it's it's more towards that. And I think one of the first things I came back to as you guys were talking is, is that I've got to take that step back um, before any kind of uh, decisions or punishment is handed down. Before I, I've got to walk away, we got to have a moment there before anything is actually said or done, um, so that I do take the emotion out of it. And it is more about what's the goal here, what are we trying to accomplish here, and not just about winning. I heard somebody say a long time ago um, that. Oftentimes we spend way too much time fighting with our kids and not enough time fighting for our kids. In the midst of those discussions and those heated discussions that take place, we can find ourselves in the place where we're just trying to win, just trying to win that argument. And so we find ourselves fighting with them instead of, okay, am I fighting for them? Am I fighting for their heart? Am I fighting for their future? 
Oh, right mail. That's good. Sometimes you look at your children too and you see yourself in them. Mm-hmm. You know, you really do. Sometimes you really fight with the ones who are most like you. Right. You know, it's you coming face to face with a whole lot of you again. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That can be frustrating because you, you don't want them to make the same mistakes you made. Right. And I, I had talks with Michael and Daniela, and I said some stupid things. I, I remember telling them once, I said, I have lived your life. So listen to me. That's really stupid because <laughs> I haven't. Right. But at the moment, I was seeing so much of me in them mm-hmm. that I was like, you're going down the same road. They're not me. Right. They don't have, I mean, they, they are in some way. They're their only individual person. And that whole talk of sitting down saying, I've made this mistake. I mean, that helped me some. My dad had some conversations about things with me. Mm-hmm. But that's so easily lost. Right. Sometimes the sad truth is sometimes we have to touch the hot stove. Yep. And get burned. Mm-hmm. So um, I think when you're parenting, it's important to recognize that, that you have this overwhelming desire as a good parent for them not to do the stupid things that you did. <laughs> and you can tell them that. Yeah. At the same time, they're not you, and they don't perceive the world just the way you do or you did. And I don't know that I wouldn't have done the stupid thing if I hadn't done it. Like, now I know not to do it. You'd know because you did it. Exactly. And that's not saying we just give our kids a blank check to go do whatever they want and mess up because some stupid things are incredibly damaging, permanently damaging Mm -hmm. in some respects. So um, you don't want that, but... I think a healthy realism in parenting is going to understand your kids aren't going to listen to you all the time with that. They're going to try some of this. Yep. That's why it's so important to train them well, to have character and uh, let them feel a bit of pain. That's another thing we talked about that I think is so important, that discipline is painful. Mm-hmm. As a parent, you are inflicting a measure of painful circumstances upon your child, you know, if you spank them properly you know not abusively we always say that but um if you ground them if you take a privilege away or you punish them in some way um you're inflicting a measure of pain in their lives you're teaching them how the world works Mm -hmm. you know i see kids sometimes who just have not learned that at home and then they go out and crash really hard if you build your whole home around a child and everything in that home flows around that child and his or her wishes and what they want to do, man, they're going to have a tough time in the world because they, 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 the message that gets inside is this is how the world works. Mm-hmm. And then they go out and get a job somewhere, and all of a sudden they're not at the center of everything and they can't handle it. That's good. I want my kids, one of them, and they're one's flown the coop already. In fact, we're sitting in his coop now. So... uh <laughs> One's flown, but uh, the other one is quickly flying the coop, you know, and uh, I want them to be able to make good decisions for themselves out there. Right. And that's part of giving that freedom. Yep. Give them a chance. I remember the first time my mom erred on the side of, you know, limits with us. That's that's who she was in a lot of ways. I remember the first time we were at Carowinds with a group of church kids, and I remember she said we could all, I was probably, I don't remember how old I was, but she said we could all go off by ourselves. 
I'm telling yeah. you, I've never <laughs> felt, I felt the wind in my face. <laughs> I just walked around with my friends, no yep. supervision and everything. And it was so cool. I remember that moment of freedom. But if, if you don't measure that out in measures as they grow up and they get it all at once when they're 16 or whatever right. it is, that's a good opportunity for some trouble. Right. Well, as we are wrapping up this conversation, any final parting words that you would say as it relates to managing the tension? I, you know, part of parenting is just getting up every day and doing the best you can do. It really is. It's getting up every day and doing the best you can do. I'm at a stage now again when they're they're gone and leaving, and uh, looking back, there's a hundred things I would do differently. There's things I regret, but I can honestly look back and say I did my best every day. I did the best I could to raise those children, and it's a good place to be. I, I don't have any serious regrets. There are always things I could do differently, but I did my best, okay. and I want everybody to say that. Thank y'all. Appreciate Thank it. Thanks to this audience. Love y'all. Looking forward to next time. We're going to talk about releasing that era next time. Should be fun. Yeah. Thanks, guys.